Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday already, September 2nd. That's actually pretty cool. For me, these weeks are kind of flying by. I wonder why. Like maybe because I'm driving all day or something. That's pretty cool. I'm still in Florence, Alabama. It's awesome here. It's a really cool city. Every place I've gone, I've really enjoyed. Florence is like a little gem, just like Heber Springs was a little gem. Another place I've never been. Both of those places never been. And so it's really awesome here. And I get to see two states I haven't don't know much about and enjoying them quite a bit, which is nice. And a continued part of this God journey that I'm on, which is really cool. So, Patriots, before we begin today, make sure you're taking good care of your health and your immune system. It's one of the reasons we have Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. It's designed to boost your health, boost your immune system, increase your serotonin, and give you a full focus for the entire day. It's a fantastic product, and it goes along with a number of other great health products, all of which are on the Expedition Coffee site, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. And those include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, Earth, which is a full-body nutrient powder, mix it with water, drink it like a shake, and we have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. You have all those things that will work together with this and other great products. And all of these products are designed and built in by in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, and they're also put together and created in one of the finest labs in the world, which guarantees purity and without any of the corruption of Chinese and other nasty inputs that we get into vitamins these days and other supplements so anyway great quality products they're great for your health and your immune system it's so important right now in this time when we're facing such a critical threat these people are not stopping by the way if you think they are and they're continually trying to break us down through stress through environmental inputs and so you want to keep that strong so again expedition xped expeditioncoffee.com that's the foundation product, and then the other products work with it to really enhance and boost your immune system take, to take on just about anything, probably even chemtrails, which is another weird thing, by the way. I just can't, read a study. Get this one. So when, I, when Alzheimer's started to really kick in, which was late 70s, my mom's dad was one of the first early diagnosed Alzheimer's patients, and it's interesting because my geometry teacher, which sounds a little bizarre, but he's a really smart guy and, and uh, still runs a farm in my small town. Anyway, he had the theory that aluminum was the cause of Alzheimer's. And, of course, that was like conspiracy theory, right? Except here's the deal. We know now that they're spraying aluminum in the skies. We know now that the aerial spraying of garbage like that started back in the 70s. And in the latest study, it shows that if you are taking fluoride, which is fluoride like in the water or in your toothpaste, it attracts aluminum where? In the brain. Oh, almost like maybe that would cause Alzheimer's. This stuff is all by design. Every bit of it is by design. So I want to play a little clip for you that we played yesterday or day before. It's a, this is a clip from Biden's press secretary. Take a listen to this. The president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. 
the president has been clear as he can be on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Yeah, I just want to be clear. So that's about 83 million people that's, that openly aligned with Make America Great MAGA. So 83 million people, according to her, are an extreme threat, which could qualify all of us as domestic terrorists. Good to know. And so today we have this. Women who protect us every day and fight for it every day uh, believe in as well. The presence of the Marines at the speech was intended to demonstrate the deep and abiding respect uh, the president has for these service service members uh, to these ideals uh, and the unique role our independent military plays in defending our democracy, no matter which party is in power. Again, no matter which power p- party is in power. And this. Going back to tonight's speech, obviously you said that the president is going to be calling out these lawmakers that are MAGA lawmakers. But you had 74 million people vote for Trump last time around. You said it's a small number of the, the White House police are extremists. Can you give us an idea of ballpark? Are we talking a million of that 74 million? Are we talking about 1%, 20%? What kind of number are we talking well, about? Well, I'm, um, I'm talking about specifically of uh, MAGA office holders. That's what we're talking about. They're Not the ones. We're t- I'm talking specifically. I already answered this question uh, about how um, you know we feel like we've touched a nerve. Right when when folks are are, are saying uh, that we're we're trying to be divi- divisive or that we're talking about millions of voters, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about MAGA office holders. And we know that's crap. Bottom line, it's not it's not true. What they're trying to do is they're trying to see this division and this hatred in in us and in this nation, and they're using those words to keep the left that are still loyal to them completely opposed to MAGA and in fear of MAGA. And that means that they're leading to other things like let's confiscate guns or some stupid stuff like that. So the this administration that's in place, which is in place illegally, obviously, they are doing everything they can to continue to divide this nation. And they're, they're using the, remember the, the concept of propaganda is first out wins. So even if it's a lie, that's what sticks in people's minds. And then they retract it after they get abused and people call them out. They're like, this is unfair. Such goes the life of a liar, which is what we're dealing with. These are horrible people. Greater evil than you can possibly imagine. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today, humbled as we always are, to be in your presence and to be able to share this moment in time across distance, across time zones, and to come together using a platform and a mechanism that ultimately was designed for evil to turn it to good. Father, in these days right now ahead, we have many challenges. I think some of the biggest challenges, Father, are just us being truthful in our hearts with our relationship with you and in what we're truly accepting in this walk. We have to start letting go of our idols and our idolatries and our empty hopes, the places where we keep looking for someone to fix it for us. 
So, Father, we just ask for that honesty to settle into people's hearts, that there can be a greater focus and a greater will to realize that we're part of the solution as we work it and fight it with you. Father, there is a time now that we are in. It's as if you've given us grace and we're humbled. A period of grace where we are being reminded of the storm, of the great shaking that's going to happen. And for we, it's an interesting place to be because even for those that deny you or those that want to pretend that the relationship that we have or the means that we are here is not related to you, facts are showing the same thing. The details of the events, the stock market, the, the debts, the unbelievable burdens on people's lives, the spiraling costs, the increasing food costs, the increasing gas costs, loss of jobs, loss of buying power, the continued consequences of people who took the vax that are now seeing massive decline in their immune systems and getting sick. Father, all these details are leading to something rather magnanimous. They are leading to a point where we're going to start seeing system-wide collapse. We're seeing the panic occur within the elites as they continue to spin out threads of hatred and division and then quickly retract knowing that they've gone too far, but their intent is always the same. Keep people divided, keep people focused on all of the things that don't matter while the real destruction happens in their lives and their homes and around them. And with that, Father, there comes that point of tension that they're trying to sow, this hatred to such a degree that it sparks the one thing, the one act that would bring them to rise to an ultimate victory over all of this, which is for us, to seek civil war against us, and to kill one another. Father, they do all they can to keep our, our eyes off of them. And so we pray today that through all this noise and confusion and deceit and deception, that our eyes, through the eyes of Christ, through the eyes that you give us, see them clearly for what they are. See this evil, no matter where it tries to hide to see its motives, no matter how it tries to disguise its intent, to see the deceit, the lies, to open it clearly for all to see that it's no longer in darkness, that in these moments as we pray, that as we continue forward, this is a prayer that isn't just for those who walk with Christ, but for all in this country, to be touched by the, the power that you can bring, Father, to give eyes to see. That there can be the moment of great shaking where even those that are deeply worshiping within the temple of this evil are now going to have to confront the true reality of what they're part of rather than being able to disguise it through misdirection, deception, or camouflage. And now suddenly they will be able to face and must face the reality of what they're part of, complicit in. And there, finally, Father, we arrive at the threshing floor. The true separation, because we're almost there. We're close, but we pray for this intense movement, Father, this intense shaking, Father, that separates people from the comfort narratives that they have, these zones that they're living in where they truly believe in this convenience of the normal of the normal and the way things used to be. It's time, Father, to, to shake and awake so many. For those that are sitting in pews and those that are waiting for some arrival of Jesus to shake them, to make them get up and start bringing Christ into the world, start getting their hands dirty to sow seeds, to start truly being those disciples that you ask us to be and to embrace the true place of where we are, 
we are of royal blood, and to own the peace that you have given us dominion over all this evil. Father, this is a great step for so many because we have lost our way. We have given power to an enemy and let the enemy over enemy overcome us. And as heaven starts to shake with frustration, as it is right now, let that frustration push down upon us to shake us, to awaken us, to stand, to take a position now on its front lines. Now no longer to tarry or to try to find excuses not to be there, but to try to start making the changes and the sacrifices necessary to stay this enemy and more, to work, have you work through us and with us to ultimately crush and rout this enemy forevermore. Father, these are great times to be alive, and we are blessed to be here, blessed to be part of such a time as this. Equally, there are many that are still wandering. And so we close this prayer today with a prayer for them, that their hearts again will be shaken, that as they are disrupted from their patterns and conveniences of life, that they will begin to seek, and that as they seek the opportunity for us to step in, to intervene, to guide them, to direct them, to leave the crumbs for them to follow, to find the love and power within Jesus. We pray these things to be set in this time. We pray evil to be bound from its attacks, and we pray for the awakening to occur in such a broad level and so fast that it leaves the enemy stunned and bewildered and off base. Guide us, Father, in these times. Bless us for all that is. Bless us for all that is to come. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There is an enormous amount of movement of truth in this nation. The question is, are people going to hear it? Are they going to pay attention to it? And that's something we are constantly, constantly asking ourselves. And we, and we really don't know other than the work that we have to do and to continue to do. There is a, a good piece here of obviously truth tellers that are trying to wake people up continue to be under attack. Here's one. Here's a piece here. Why did uh, so many people go after Andrew Tate? It's because he's literally the anti-woke. Like, he's the anti of everything that they're promoting. Everything to do with the fact that he's pulling people out of the matrix. So he's waking people up. He's saying, nobody's coming to save you. Forget that nine to five. You need to save yourself. You don't need antidepressants. Let me teach you how to fight depression by yourself. What does that do? Puts the pharmaceutical companies out of, out of work, right? And so it's because he's literally empowering men to save themselves. And I think that men men are the forefront of society like if you have weak men society crumbles if you have strong women it doesn't really matter it's the men that matter so if you have strong men then society can flourish in every different way the powers that be don't want us flourishing because less control the only addition i would make to that piece is had it not been for the strong women in our nation we wouldn't be to a large degree where we are today and so many thanks always. Yes, God needs strong men, and we're waiting for that to happen, but I never want to diminish the greatness of what the strong women have brought to this fight, which has been immense. They have stood the lines. They have stood before the many, and they have taken the hits where many others have not, as particular men have not. And that is a big question is what has happened to the men? 
it's time for men to stand. And, it, and my concern is always that men have been so deeply programmed into the ideals of Second Amendment and 2A and, and taking it back by force that they've missed much of the opportunity to take it back by influence, information, and the strength of being truly men of Christ. There, there's no diminishing that power when you're there. And so again, it's uh, for women, it's an encouragement for you to continue to push the men in your life to be stronger. And for men, it's an opportunity for us to stand and bring others and help them stand up. But we're going to need to do this because we can't sit back and allow this society to be led purely by one gender over the others. The, the irony of all of this is that the emphasis on women, and women, this is not an, an attack on you by any means, but the emphasis of putting women in the lead is part of the Luciferian inversion, that men become diminished and women become elevated to see over all the men. And in fact, the bloodlines of the elites run that way. They run through the women's line, which is just something to footnote on all of this. Here's an interesting little bit of news from Colorado, which I find disturbing. Thousands of Excel customers had their thermostats locked out during an during a quote energy emergency, what had happened is that people were there was ninety some degree heat, and twenty two thousand people lost control of their thermostats in their homes for hours on Tuesday. How did that happen? The power company literally took it over. These are these have to be like smart thermostats, but the power company literally seized control of their thermostats and did not allow them to reduce the temperature to use their air conditioners. Think about that. Yeah, this is what our world is now. It's literally a 1984 matrix, and it's continuing. We also have noticed that, again, millions of Americans are facing eviction in the coming months. You've heard me talk about this for some time. Rents are going up almost 40%. People don't have money to pay rent as it is. They're behind on many of the rents because they didn't have to pay during COVID. Many of them just used that money to survive. And now with back rents and the rent increases, landlords are seeking to, re to recover their costs and are evicting millions. Where they're going to go is unknown, but you can guarantee not all of them are going to live in their cars or hotels. So this is getting to be a, a major, major crisis. Obviously, with this comes the questions of what's going to happen to social stability. Food prices are increasing. Gas prices are have somewhat stabilized for right now, but our overall household inflation is somewhere around 30%. We have the average credit card debt has increased by 13% across the nation. It's the largest increase since 1999. And to top all that off, the U.S. power grid can't support the current green agenda that they're saying that we're going to have. And let us not forget California. Never forget California. Uh, you know, California is a beautiful state. It's got great people. Unfortunately, Texas is absorbing all so many of the problem children that are fleeing California, the same ones that made the problem in California are now fleeing to Texas. So Texas, you're inheriting a real nightmare. Those that are staying in California, there are those good Americans that are staying in California, but nonetheless, California has now stated, as you know, no more gas vehicles in, in after 2035. And if you have an electric vehicle right now, please, don't charge it during the heat because you'll overtax the grid. 
<laughs> it just can't make this up. Seriously. Oh, and then uh, yet another great move. Gazprom has completely halted the Nord Stream flow of gas indefinitely due to, quote, unexpected leaks. That should come as no surprise. Putin is waging war against Europe and the European banks, and he controls the f- supply of fuel, and they don't have enough. And so you're going to probably see the euro collapse by the end of the year, if not early in, in 2023. And with it, Europe is going to fall into the dark ages. They already don't have enough power. They're not going to have enough food. And unless people are well, well prepared, it's going to be literally living hell on earth. Such is the life in this time we live. And it's not going to get any easier. And let us also remember and thank the Biden administration for its new donation of $11.7 billion in emergency funding for Ukraine. So if ever you wonder where the place of Ukraine is in all of this, the same place that the servers were, they were part of hacking the 2020 election, the same place that Hunter Biden was channeling billions of dollars through Burisma and other companies into biomedical, pharmaceutical labs, into other gas and oil. If you're wondering where all that was or what's going on there, that's the hub of power for the world. And that's why Germany has told its people that it will not stand down under any cost. Even if people vote against it, they will support Ukraine to the end. Nazi blood brothers forever, they say. This is truly it. And in a final note, just so you feel comfortable about what's going on in this administration, the Biden administration has announced John Podesta. Yes, that's the same guy that had the pig farms with his brother and has been associated with child sex trafficking and Pizzagate and all those other good things that are supposedly conspiracy theories. All that tin hat stuff. All that <clears throat> tin hat stuff. Well, John Podesta. Yeah, John Podesta will be joining the White House as a senior advisor to the president related to climate change. <laughs> you just can't make this up. It is clown show on steroids. Welcome to 2022 in America with a K. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. But don't forget to laugh. He enjoys that too. This is literally a clown show we're watching. Stay focused, but find the humor where you can. In the end, God will always win, but we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. 
It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 